0: You are listening to The Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Hello, my friends. How are you doing? You know, every week, um, rather than record this podcast in my live Monday night class as I normally do, Now I am sitting at home in my closet (laughs) recording these episodes. And as I do, I try to picture the thousands of people across the world that are tuning in to this podcast. And each of those little threads of connection keeps me going, brings me truly joy in my days and lets me feel less lonely. I really hope as you listen, you feel those threads of connection too. And if you're looking for more connection, I'm really excited to share with you guys an offering um, that I am putting into the world alongside my business partner at our studio, Sacred Chill West. Sacred Chill West is a yoga and meditation studio here in Atlanta. And um, as of now, it is also a virtual studio. This is something we have been working on for the last few months with the intention of launching in June of 2020. And the um, pandemic we find ourselves in now has asked, demanded of us that we release this sooner. And so we have. I'm really excited to share with you guys the series of videos that we've created. This is um, meditation with me, of course. There's yoga classes with myself and my partner, Octavia. Yin, restorative, flow, yoga nidra. Every week, more videos are being added. Every month, we're doing a live virtual call to introduce the intention of the month, the meditation series of the month, to connect and talk and share with you. So if this feels like something that might bring you a little bit of joy and a little bit of connection in these days of being at home, I hope you will take a look. Visit sacredchillwest.com, click on classes, and look for the at-home link. Take a look. We'd love to see you there. Be sure you let us know if you're signing up from the Mindful Minute. I would love to know where you are in the world when you sign up, and I look forward to practicing with you virtually. Thanks. Welcome. I'm so happy to um, get to connect with you. So last week's episode, which was the second um, installment of the Wayfinding series, (laughs) that episode um, was recorded in my closet because you get really good sound quality in your closet. (laughs) Um, However, it was very lonely And so I'm really happy to get to record today's um, podcast episode and offer this class on Zoom to our members at Sacred Chill and to record it out in the open if you're listening to the podcast. So this is our third installment. This is week three of the Wayfinding series. And this whole series was actually inspired by a quote This was a quote that I heard in an episode of On Being, which is another podcast, and um, the woman, Krista Tippett, who does that podcast, was interviewing a civil rights activist named Ruby Sales. And in this interview, one of the things that Ruby Sales says is, I think that one of the things that theologies must have is hindsight, insight, and foresight. That is complete sight. And I think that fragmentation really shatters that sight. It says that it's not an eyesight; it's a we sight. And when I heard that, something about that terminology and the structuring of complete sight as all of these pieces, hindsight, insight, foresight, immediately I just knew that this directly relates to our meditation practice. And as you've heard me say already, you know, wayfinding really at its heart is just a um, series of elements that come together to provide guidance in some way. And our meditation practice is offering these little forms of guidance. So we looked at hindsight, right? We looked at this idea of tracing our way backwards to look for those little hidden hints and whispers and guidances as to, our soul's calling what we're here to do what we're here to feel and be and how we're supposed to move through the world and we looked at insight insight is the direct translation of mindfulness meditation when you translate the Pali words the original language that meditation came from when you translate those words it translates to insight this practice is directly turning us inwards to see for ourselves and today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about foresight and foresight in my mind relates to what's called the dharma and the dharma is just another way of saying the teachings the teachings of meditation what i'm doing right now this talk that i do at the beginning of all of my meditation classes this is called a dharma talk Right, So this is a talk that is designed to share teachings, inspiration, and insight for our journey. Really what teachings are, they're like a map that people who are a few steps ahead of us on this path have left for us. They're little hints. And if you remember, if you listened to last week's meditation class, the Wayfinding 2 episode, I tell the story of um, touching into this deep well of peace inside, right? And the the short version of the story is is I was meditating with a friend and about three minutes into the meditation, I realized that I have this tickle in my throat and all I want is a glass of water and a cough drop to soothe this tickle. But I don't want to get up because I don't want to disturb my friend. I don't want to cough. And I was kind of comfortable. And so even though I was really feeling that discomfort of needing to get a glass of water, I was sort of equally in this place of wanting to stay in my meditation and see what happened. And eventually where I landed in this meditation was what I call and what many teachers call this deep well of peace inside. Meaning that no matter how much agitation was on the surface, underneath it was really still it was really calm and really quiet I was able to stay I didn't have to get up and get the glass of water and I wasn't suffering it wasn't like I was choking back a cough and fighting to stay I was really truly comfortable in the discomfort and so the idea that people who practice have experiences and then they share these experiences with others as little glimpses of what might happen if you keep practicing and it's not to say that we have to buy into everything every teacher says or trust without question it's not that at all but the teachings are really meant to be a hint at what's to come and an invitation to see for yourself so you might hear me or somebody talk about this mythic deep well of peace or any of these teachings right any of the things that we say meditation does for us and you can just keep a beginner's mind an open curious mind is that true for me what happens when i practice that's the question that we ask ourselves and so i want to share an example of how this might unfold in terms of incorporating teachings into our practice. So what you're doing right now is incorporating teachings into your practice. You could really easily just sit down, set a timer for 10 minutes, close your eyes and meditate. But by carving out even once a week to sit with a teacher, to listen to a talk and then practice, you're giving yourself that tool of foresight. Other ways that this shows up might be, choosing to read texts, right? You could read other books on meditation. You could read some of the sacred texts that uh, were the first writings on meditation practices. You can listen to talks by other teachers. You can um, create a meditation group with your friends and just share your personal experiences. One of my um, very favorite tools of study are working with oracle cards or divination cards. And these are things like um, animal spirit cards. Some people use tarot cards. I also have an archetype deck that I'm going to talk about today that I really like. And they're these tools that sort of serve as mirrors or flashlights, right? They're just giving you insight or little clues towards what's going on inside. And so I thought I would just share the story. This is a true story from today, from my practice but it's one of the ways that I believe foresight really guides our growth in meditation. It guides our understanding. And so um, this story begins last night with a dream. And as I woke up this morning, the dream was still very fresh in my mind and I wrote it down right away. And in this dream, I was walking with both of my kids and both of my parents towards this huge bonfire outside, like beautiful, excited, happy feeling. I could see the bonfire. It was lit and bright, orange, you know, flaming. And as we were walking, I found myself ahead of my family until eventually I was arriving at the bonfire by myself and I knew all my family was somewhere back there behind me and I got worried and concerned and how could I have left them? I have to turn around and go get them. And it was that moment when I turned around to go get them that I woke up. So I journaled this. Then about an hour later, it was time for my practice. And as I often do, I usually pick a book I keep a gigantic stack of books by my bed where I practice. And so I just picked a book and opened it to a random page. And I'll read like a paragraph or two, just something to give me a little bit of that sense of insight, foresight, inspiration. And the book that I picked um, is a new book called Blossom and Bones. It's a graphic memoir by an artist that I really love named Kim Kranz. And so in this book, I just opened it to a random page And the page that I opened it to is called The Starving Artist. And on this page, what you see is like one of those great big spinning wheels that you would see on a game show. And on top of it, it says winner. And there's like a skeleton who's kind of holding her head and crying and on the wheel itself. You see the majority of the wheel is a section that says career, and it's all like big and bright and full. And then all the other little sections like fun, family, love, they're all crossed out, and career is written under them too. So this is the page I open to. And I look at that page for a while, and I go, okay. I sit down, and I do my meditation practice. And then at the end of this practice, I grab my archetype deck, which is actually also created by the same artist, Kim Kranz, and I draw a card. And the card I drew was the stone. And so the last thing I did as part of this practice is I look up the archetypes of the flame, which was the bonfire in my dream, and the stone, which was the card that I drew. And I journal all of this, and the trail that this guided me down was this. And this is just my own personal interpretation And I'm just sharing my path to um, how I use sacred study as a tool and practice, right? So my interpretation, the flame, is the remembering and protecting what is most sacred. The remembering and protecting what is most sacred. And for me, as I was walking towards this flame, the thing that was most important is that my family was with me. Which to me relates directly to this moment that we're in right now because I'm home with my family, and I am spending way more time with them than I normally do. So I'm home with my family, and I'm remembering how magical this is to spend this time with them. And then there's the starving artist picture, which to me was that reminder of, don't fall back asleep, because this moment that we're in right now, it's gonna end. And it is going to be so overwhelmingly pressing to jump back into what we were doing before, isn't it? Can't you feel that? Like I can just feel how easy it's going to be to jump into that morning rush, how easy it's going to be to drop the kids, run to work, stay to work a little bit late, run home, rush through dinner, rush through bedtime. And so that is the reminder not to fall back asleep, not to forget the the what I'm protecting is sacred. And then the last piece, the stone, is that reminder to stay grounded, to stay connected to stillness, to practice. And so this left me with the mantra that I shared with you all last week, which is my own personal mantra. I use this in my own practice. And I say to myself, when I get still, I remember that I am safe, I am held, and I am loved. And you can see how, for me at least, all of these little teachings guided me right back to the place that I'm trying to stay. I'm trying to remember and work on in my own personal practice. And so my hope is very much that as you practice, you add these little elements of study, whether it's picking up a random book and reading a paragraph before you meditate whether it's listening to a talk like this or with somebody else, whether it's looking at a piece of art or poetry that inspires you, but giving yourself some sense of sacred study as this tool of foresight for our practice. So enough talk. Let's meditate together today. Take a minute to find a seat. And if you've already been seated with your legs crossed, you can certainly uncross your legs, Let your hands rest down onto your lap. Get comfortable wherever you might be practicing right now. When you feel ready, you'll roll your shoulders back and down. You'll let your eyes drift closed. And together as a group, let's take a nice big inhale in and exhale out a sigh. And we'll do that once more, inhaling deeply And exhaling out a sigh. And allowing your breath just to settle to its own natural pace. easy inhales and exhales. You might silently say to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And with that invitation, you just feel yourself land right here. Feeling the fullness of this practice just settle you. you might catch yourself in this moment just notice what you're bringing to the moment notice if you're feeling settled this evening if you're feeling anxious busy tired and there's nothing to change here you're just letting yourself connect in breath by breath you just feel yourself slowing and settling into the seat so your hips and your thighs might relax and your spine will lift and lengthen you might be able to feel the crown of your head just lifting up a touch and the muscles through the face relax so the forehead smooths and broadens. The skin around the eyes softens. And the lips, the jaw, even the tongue, they all relax. And you might feel your shoulders pressing back and down just a bit. Noticing the rise and fall of your chest. Noticing the rise and fall of your belly. You feel yourself seated here, back of your body strong, in front of your body soft. And breath flows just as it normally would. Gradually, we find ourselves settling into a few minutes in silence. And as we sit in silence, you might notice a whole host of things happening. Thoughts rising and falling. Sounds calling out to distract us. Maybe physical sensations asking for attention. And we can let all of that happen. All the noise, all the distraction, all the thoughts. We can let it all be right here and our breath and our trust in the practice carries us just underneath that surface noise. and carries us just a bit deeper inside where maybe you find a bit of quiet or a bit of calm and if you find yourself struggling with that today just know that that's okay Some days our practice is tough. And those days hold just as much insight and foresight for us as the calm days. And so we'll guide our attention right onto the breath. Letting yourself feel the breath as it enters the nose, following it inside. And feeling that same breath as it leaves the body. Inviting your attention to stay right on that feeling of the breath. and coming back to it any time you get distracted as we share a bit of time and silence together. and gradually here feeling yourself come back to that breath if you drifted away feeling the inhale and the exhale deepen just a touch if you've slumped over at all you might lift and lengthen your spine pressing the shoulders back and down wiggling into your fingers and your toes. And when you're ready, drawing your palms together in front of your heart like a prayer, bow your chin down, taking a moment to simply thank yourself for carving out the time to connect to this practice, to connect to the teachings, and to add these tools of hindsight, insight, and foresight to the way that we navigate through the waters of our lives. Let's take one more breath together, deep inhale in, Exhaling out a sigh. Thank you guys so much. Namaste. As we wrap up here tonight, I just want to take a few minutes to check in. And I know it's an odd thing to do virtually, but um, you can either answer this (laughs) silently in your head or feel free to shoot me an email if you want to talk about it. You know, I think one of the most important um, markers of this practice right now is, is it helping you in this moment? We're in such a particularly interesting time to be practicing. I think this is one of the most important times to be practicing as around the world we struggle with this COVID-19 pandemic and um, we're in varying degrees quarantined in our homes and limited in the ways that we can interact with other people. Is this practice helping you? And it's not to say, is this practice making things better or perfect? Because I don't think that's the question. You know, in my own personal life, what I'm finding in this um, moment of time is I am vacillating pretty significantly between having these moments of gratitude for the gifts um, that I'm gleaning from this forced hibernation. You know, this um, f- being forced to be home has allowed me more time to write and paint and practice and hang out with my kids. And I'm learning how to homeschool my five-year-old, which is something I said I really wanted to do and had no intention of ever doing, but now I'm doing it. And equally, I'm having moments of intense grief and anxiety and fear. And, you know, this Goes up and down like a roller coaster many times a day. And I'm sure that's true for many of us. And it's not that the practice takes away any of the highs or the lows, but it smooths out the drop, I think. It smooths out the drop, meaning I don't feel so thrown around by the emotions, by the intensity of this moment. And my hope is that you are finding the same thing from your practice. If you have questions, if you have comments, I am here for you guys. You can reach me on Instagram. I'm at Meryl Arnett. You can reach me through my website, merylarnett.com. Send me an email. Um, But I would love to support you in this time. I'd love to stay connected in this time. Because even if we are all listening in different places at different times, I really do believe we share a thread of connection. And so I hope that you are all well and taking good care and practicing. And I look forward to connecting with you again next time. Thank you, bye. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would take time to leave a review or share this with somebody you think would enjoy it. To learn more about my in-person and virtual offerings, visit MerylArnett.com or check me out on Instagram at Merrillarnett. Thanks, y'all. See you next week.